Ancara Messi, 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 Ancara Hello and welcome to this special late night episode of the Extremely Uninteresting Podcast. My name is Rory. I'm joined this week by the person who will never win a Royal Rumble, Finn Dalla. Doesn't really work. It doesn't. Dadla? Finn Danla. Dan Finla. Wait, what? Dad Bala. Finn Danla? Finn Danla. That works better. Prince Danlet? Prince Danlet, yeah. Okay. But um yeah uh it's it's do you know why it's a special late night episode of the extremely interesting podcast? Because we're recording it at like eight thirty. Yeah, that, the that's evening? that's the only reason we're recording. Okay. It's currently eight thirty six, so it was eight like thirty five when we started recording. I believe that's the latest Crazy. we've ever started a recording of the extremely interesting podcast. So um, we're staying up late and putting our putting our sleep schedule on the line here, depending on how long this one goes. What? Well, if it takes slightly over an hour, we'll be finished by like quarter to ten. I don't think that's really putting our sleep schedule too much on the line. But... Uh, I don't think you know what my sleep schedule is. Sleep schedule. I, I don't think you know schedule. what it is. So that's, right, Sean, that's prime bedtime for me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, happy to be here, and I will win a Royal Rumble. In fact, I will win this coming one. I, it is the Royal Rumble at the end of the month. Uh, we're not mm. doing a Royal Rumble prediction episode, which no? I I. F- well, I mean, because we'd have to. This one would have to be a Royal Rumble prediction episode. Oh, would it? Oh, okay. Yeah, for, in terms of coming out beforehand. So I kind of freaked out about that the other day, where I was like, "Oh shit, we haven't done one." And then I realized that we didn't do one last year either. So I don't feel I don't feel bad about it anymore. Oh, okay. Quick one. Well, Finn Balor's winning. Who, you think Finn Balor's winning the Royal Rumble? I'm going to be boring and say CM Punk is winning it. No idea if he's yeah. in it. I'm very far behind on WWE. But there me you go. too. But uh, it makes sense. What about the women's? Uh, women's, um, ooh, that's a tough one. I don't know who's, uh, it'll probably be something boring like Becky Lynch mm. or, or Charlotte or maybe Asuka, but I'm going to throw out a curveball and go with Kyrie Sane. Why not? Sure. Why not? I'm going to say, just because she's um, great. I'll say Asuka. No, I won't. She's already won one. I'll say, Kyrie Sane's a good shout, you know. I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a really, really, um, what a uh, throwball throwball a real throwball yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go on a real throwball i'm gonna say um oh what's her name in wwe viper what's her name oh piper niven piper niven yeah dewdrop or whatever they called her for a while yeah Ugh. no viper from um the british wrestling scene yeah i'd be surprised but you never know well why, why not why not michael cole is gonna be like who the hell is gonna run over like piper niven when she walks out and then she gets eliminated after like six minutes yeah probably we're like tell me this king who the hell is gonna throw the big show over the top rope <laughs> how the hell is anyone gonna eliminate the big show <laughs> oh, yeah i don't know that was my Booker T impression. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't figure out if that was Booker T or JBL. This is not a wrestling podcast, so we should we should move on from the wrestling. We mm. should also throw a disclaimer that um not really a disclaimer, just tell you what this is. So if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that this is a who's the biggest episode. Our smash hit series is back for another episode. Oh, we've boy. done uh music, we've done film, we've done TV, and this time we're doing sports. 
So we're going to say who... It's kind of a different take yeah, on it. Yeah, we've, we've put a different spin on it because, like, doing it for sports, like, what's the biggest sport would be pretty... Or, like, who's the biggest name, I guess. But we're kind of doing that, but we're making it more interesting. Yeah. So we, we, we've been really unique. No one has ever done this before. And we've got a list of, I think it's 25 sports. The 25 biggest sports, all the sports. Mm. And we're going to say who the GOAT the greatest of all time from each sport is. Mm. I'm excited. I've done a lot of research on some. I've of these. done quite a lot of research as well, because I wanted to. F- I wanted to bring the definitive answer. There's a couple of ones where like, I'm not I, sure. I have, but there's a, there's some which I'm not sure. But for most of them, I think this is the definitive answer. Mm-hmm. And anyone who disagrees is just wrong because they haven't put in the research I have. Well, we shall find out. We shall find out before we dive into that. We've got a couple of weekly or not so weekly segments to clear up. We also have um, Mimi, our co-hosts of my uh, friend, friend, my um, <laughs> your co-host. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Assistant. Um, assistant. There you go. I think that's what I'm looking for. My assistant, Mimi. Dan's got his assistants, three of them in Ducky, Puggle and um, Corgus. Mm hmm. He remembered. Go to our I'm Instagram at Extremely Interesting to find out what they look like and drop us a follow. Follow us on TikTok too at Extremely Interesting. I also have another. <laughs> you, you probably can't really tell because my camera is not very good, but I have a posse of penguins here as well, which is four chocolate penguins from Hotel Chocolat. Uh huh. Um, which my girlfriend got given for Christmas, but didn't didn't want. She doesn't really eat chocolatey stuff. And um, I took them, and they are now my friends. I will also I'll also send you a picture of these to go up, um, on the Instagram. Lovely, thank you. And how on earth am I supposed to eat this posse of penguins? <laughs> Simple answer: I will not. They're not. The bear is still there. From last the bear Christmas. is still there, and so is a little rabbit from Easter. Twenty-four years old. <laughs> mm. Almost twenty-five as well. I mean, I say that like I don't have a giant blue dinosaur behind me. <laughs> And there is absolutely no problem with that. There's nothing wrong with it at all. I'm happy in my in my life. You're happy mm. in your life. So get off our backs. Go and off. you know what else is happy in their life? Unicorns. Unicorns are indeed happy. So happy that we're talking about them every week in our Unicorn Fact of the Week. That happens every week. Mm. Play jingle here. Jesus Christ, a unicorn. A good jingle. They've really regained their sparkle. I realized a few episodes ago, I was like, yeah, they haven't been jingling enough Yeah, you, you called me out for my jingling ability, I, which was I fair. Like, I hadn't jingled I, yeah. my bells that often at that point, so. <laughs> but I feel like they've really regained their sparkle since then. What was the last jingle? Oh, it was just me making a weird noise with a load of reverb on it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good. It was a weird one. This week's Unicorn Fact of the Week is the an extinct creature, sometimes described as a Siberian unicorn, once roamed the Earth for much longer than scientists previously thought. Oh, really? And may have lived alongside humans, according to a study in an American Journal of Applied Science. Well, well, well. Scientists believe, there's a bit more to it, this is the scientific name, so... um. Cut me some slack on this one, but scientists believe that the Elasmorithium sibericum mm-hmm. went extinct 350,000 years ago, but the, the discovery of a skull in the Pavlodar region of Kazakhstan 
uh, provides evidence that they died out only around 29,000 years ago. Well, I'll be. So there you what go. makes them a unicorn? It's just it's more of a rhino, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, but it was it's it's just like a very big woolly rhino, but because it has the horn is more central in its head rather than at the front like a rhino, so it looks like a oh. it looks like a it looks like a unicorn, just a big yeah, yeah, I see woolly I see mammoth it. fluffy unicorn sort of thing. I see it. I see it. Well, it's so, like an ice aged unicorn. Yeah. Hmm. So that's your well, that's your unicorn fact of the week. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that. The other segment we got to do, well, we want to do. We don't. We don't believe <laughs> we in doing things. Do. We don't believe in doing things because we have to do it. We do things because we want to. So mm. the past is an interesting, which is the name of the segment. Um, it sure is. Uh, <laughs> earlier we referenced the Royal Rumble. This episode that we're recording now will come out on. You already know this, but it comes out on the twenty third of January. So in about a week for us exactly a week mm-hmm. actually which is six days away from the three-year anniversary of our first episode coming out which was the oh wow 29th of january 2021 so six days three years what's six plus three daniel nine nine okay so can you tell me what the ninth word said on the first episode of the <laughs> extremely uninteresting podcast was right um Hello and welcome Showing is working. to the Extremely Uninteresting Podcast. All right, damn it, that's eight. My name is Rory. My, you say that at the start of every single fucking one. I do, yeah. Well, would not all that, of them. Or maybe I do. That, we'll find would out. that be what you said? Hello and, very, hello and welcome to the Extremely Uninteresting Podcast. Or hello and welcome to the first episode of The. Is it The? Is that your answer? Yeah. I I guess we'll have to find out, so uh, show me potato salad. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Extremely Uninteresting Podcast. I am your host. I'm joined by my not-so-glamorous assistant, Mr. Daniel. Well, there's no need to be rude. (laughs) Man, I'd forgotten how brilliant the quality of your fucking audio was for the first couple episodes. It's like the audio was so bad, and that's, that's how I decided to not so glamorous assistant and it's the pause for me as well like mm. i i really i clearly didn't have that written I, down because i yeah. had to think but the answer is I... the answer is of so no okay. you got that wrong you got that wrong because I, w- I just said welcome to hello and welcome to the first episode or something but you said like the very first episode yeah of, very yeah. first i said not first yeah. damn well i tried but yeah what a start so the first thing i said was well there's no need to be rude yeah well and it has been a catchphrase of mine ever since <laughs> Words that follow me around everywhere I go, I think. Indeed. Mm. So, now that the now that the fun is out the way, let's <laughs> let's dive headfirst into who's the biggest sports edition. Sports Dan's edition. Favoritely named series. Mm. Every sport we're doing here, every single one. If, if everyone, if there's something that isn't here, it's not a sport. I'm I'm sorry. Mm. It's just not worth talking about as well. There's a couple here that also are not worth talking about, but we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> so I've where, got where some. Where do you want to start with this? Are we just? You've got some what? Uh, no, no it, it's not relevant right now. So, what were you saying? Uh, where do you want to start with this? Is what I was gonna say. I mean, are we just gonna do it in order with the list that you sent? I think so. Okay. Because we might as well get the talking of the. Of the this is kind of I kind of ranked them in sports that came to my head at the start. Hmm. 
and then go on and so forth. So we're going to start with football, proper football. That is association football. Soccer. Uh, for those it's a good one to start with. It is uh, the most popular sport in the world. It is. So and the best and the most entertaining it is, the it is also the most, the most widely played it's just it's the sport of the world if you mm. had to give the world a sport it would be football and its goat would be very easy and it's Lionel Messi yes the the answer is Lionel Messi uh he is the best player to ever play this sport um in almost every single way mm-hmm. um, goalkeeping maybe not Maybe but. not goalkeeping, maybe not goalkeeping, but um, it's a difficult one because um, who would the goat goalkeeper be? Probably like Lev Yashin, if you want to be uh, old. I would or say like Lev Yashin, but Ike, 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 those Buffon, are the only, like that. those yeah. are the three, hmm. Yashin, Casillas, and um, Buffon, that like, you could make a genuine case for any of those. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about because they suck. What we're talking about is the best player ever, and it is Lionel Messi. And if you look at every metric almost, he is the best. There's no debate. There's for people who I think you can have a debate with like with older people who are like, oh, it's Pele, oh, it's Maradona. If someone mm. says it's Pele, I'm just like, I understand why you say that, but you're wrong. If someone tells me it's Maradona, I'll be like, I'll, I'll, I understand I'll hear, why I'll you're hear saying you out. That, I still think but you're wrong. also wrong. They're also wrong, but I think Maradona is less wrong than Pele. Yes. Well, the people who opinion. say Pele, there's very few people who still have. Like that good a memory. Well, I'm sure there's lots of people actually who was playing in the 60s, but um, <laughs> lots of the people of like a slightly younger generation who would say Pele are just people who have grown up being told their entire life that Pele is the greatest player to ever play the sport, so they just parrot that opinion. Mm-hmm. Whereas when people use their heads, they will see that Messi is astronomically clear. Astronomically astronomically clear i feel like amongst like especially casuals i guess casual football fans it's those three purely because they've uh, all won the world cup and the world cup is like the main thing mm-hmm. so it'll be pele maradona and messi it used to just be Perry, pele and maradona but with messi i think i feel like he was already the goat before he won the world cup i'd agree but winning the world cup it just it, it, like cements him more in the eyes of like a casual maybe who would they go the biggest moments in sport in uh, you got pele winning this at however old he was he's won three of them and maradona and the hand of god and the goal of the century and all that stuff and now pele winning pele and now messi winning the world cup as well it's kind of like indisputable i would say maybe Mm -hmm. people will still dispute it but like it's a it's a losing battle to try yeah but yeah we've 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 got a consensus on that one Mm -hmm. i Um, feel like it's it's quite an easier one yeah i've also got some honorable mentions where they apply so or where I think there are people who need mention. So I've got Pelé and Maradona written down, mm-hmm. and then I've also I've also got Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, uh, I I'll, I think I'll he's in, he's in the debate. I don't. Oh, like, he's absolutely in the debate because just the numbers that he's put down for such a prolonged period of time is insane. And I don't think Messi would be. I still think Messi would be probably the greatest player of all time without Ronaldo. But I think those two constantly they've, being they've like up against each other. each other yeah they've yeah, elevated yeah, each other yeah, yeah. for sure so you can't mention one without mentioning the other oh absolutely but I've, I've also, always been more of a messy man yeah me too I've also got Johan Cruyff written down just That's for a good shout it's a good shout because he had it in a managerial sense as well so yeah yeah those are my honorable mentions well Ronaldo and Messi could still do it in a managerial sense but I'll be very shocked I'd be if very surprised do it. Ronaldo's too e- egotistical and Messi's too introverted oh, yeah <laughs> Uh, I feel like there's say. more. I feel like there's um, <laughs> I feel like there's more chance of Messi becoming a manager. Weirdly, just mm-hmm. because I could see Ronaldo moving like whereas Messi seems absolutely obsessed with the sport. So does Ronaldo, of course. But Messi's life is football. Yeah, yeah he does marketing and stuff, but he doesn't really do anything else. 
Whereas Ronaldo's got like a bunch of other businesses and stuff. I'm sure Messi does as well. I could see Ronaldo doing like modeling or clothing or maybe doing an acting career of some sort I think after he, football. I think Ronaldo's going to take like a David Beckham kind of role. Yeah, I just don't see Messi doing that. He, he doesn't really like the limelight enough. Hmm. He, I'd say he's more likely to become a manager, but that's saying Ronaldo has a 1% chance and Messi has a 2% chance. Yeah. Anyway, on to the next one. We've got a consensus on that. Lionel Messi, officially the GOAT of football, association football. All of these will be official from now on. They will be undisputable. Uh-huh. What if we have a consensus? Oh, yeah, course, yeah. We might. I forget that we need to come to a consensus. 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 What did you call me? <laughs> I, feel like it, I feel like we're going to agree on a lot of things here, to be honest. Mm. Because, well, pretty everything I've written down is just a fact. So, mm. the next one is the second best sport, um, up for debate, cricket. Yeah, up for debate. Shout out cricket. T Twenty um, cricket is, I would argue, at it at, when T Twenty cricket is at its best, it's the second most entertaining sport for me to watch, behind football, except for maybe a couple other things that we have later down the line. But in terms of team sports, T Twenty cricket is the second I can hear that. I can most hear that. entertaining for me. I'm not saying it's the second most entertaining as a whole, but for me. I can hear that. And there's yeah. an undisputed goat of uh of, of cricket for me. Is there an undisputed goat? There's not because an undisputed goat goat, but I, think I struggled with a... this one because it could there's there's I was thinking, should I specifically go for an all rounder? Should I go for someone who's like acknowledged as like in one position? Mm-hmm. You know? But I had a different answer written down, but after a communication with our father, I've changed my answer. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the answer I have written down is Don Bradman. That's also the answer I have written down. Okay, originally I had Sachin Tendorka, mm-hmm. but then after a conversation, I was like, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it is Don Bradman." Yeah, like his the numbers that he put down are so like astronomically clear of everyone else that it mm. it, it just has to be. I would say so. I would say so. If we're talking bowlers. Shane Warne, I guess. Yeah, I, I, Shane Warne is definitely the best spinner of all time. I'd, yeah. I'd be very biased and say Brett Lee, but yeah. uh, I'm not 100% sure that would be true. I mean, just in terms of like, probably not in terms of like uh, wicket taking and whatnot, but in terms of like iconic, like, I- iconicness, you know, uh, Millinger. I don't know if he's a goat, but... He's definitely iconic. He's definitely iconic, and I feel like he might... But in, in terms of bowlers i would probably say shane warren is yeah, the goal like of all time two aussies then well i mean you know i don't want to give it all to the aussies but that don bradman just is just is mm. you know yeah well I'm, I'm i say yeah like i don't have him down as well but i had him down as well ten Dorker, i think needs a mention yeah he's the only other on the only honorable mention i have is Sachin ten Dorker. um i was very tempted to write down ben stokes yep <laughs> fair just I was... for... go ahead just for, you know, the summer of Stokes and the amount of time he's got this not great England team in the past couple of years just performing at a level that they shouldn't be purely mm-hmm. off in, on his back. Mm-hmm. Um, the World Cup in 2019, the Ashes in that summer as well, which, I mean, we drew them or whatever, but that one test at Headingley. Yeah. yeah one of the greatest moments in my sporting life. It was a GOAT performance. Yeah. That, that um, doesn't I mean also, that he's a GOAT, but it's, no. it was a GOAT performance. <laughs> I also uh, shout out to another player who could arguably be the most skillful of all time, who is current, uh, Virat Kohli, I feel like. Yeah, Co- Co- he, I think Kohli should have some kind of mention. When Kohli retires, you know, he'll be... 
seen as in that level, but he's still got a few years in him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he can cement it. He, he, he could cement it for sure. Uh, Chris Gale, another one I wanted to give yep, a mention. Yeah. I don't know. Big shout, big shout out to Chris Gale. Just, just, just shout out to him because you yeah. know he's he's so entertaining to watch. He's the most. Yeah. Ed- I, I would argue Chris Gale is the most entertaining person to watch in at least my lifetime in cricket. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> we are now a cricket podcast. <laughs> That's another agreement. It wouldn't it be wild if we just agree on every single one? Um, I'd be surprised. I, I wouldn't be that surprised actually. But yeah, you know. I, I I was like thinking the same thing, but now I'm looking through and being like, honestly, we could. We really could. But this is more your sport that we're going to next. Mm. I know you're not a massive fan, but you did used to play it. Rugby. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of the sport. Rugby. Yeah, for a time, rugby was. Um, I don't know if it was my favorite sport. Football's always been goaded, but mm-hmm. I pl- there was a time when I played it. I've thing is with rugby is um i love the sport i like watching it i loved playing it but like the culture around it like i was never a rugby lad mm-hmm. i just did not fit in at all with the people i played rugby with because it's just um, it's just a bit cringe isn't it it is a bit cringe rugby lads get a lot of flack in uk and deservedly so in a way but i do love the sport mm-hmm. and i played it for many years and i was actually all right at it i wouldn't say i was that good i was very skinny mm-hmm. whereas now you know i'm a massive just absolutely a massive hench. gym lad. now you're like you'd be i'd be keep keep yeah. player for any keep rugby player. team with this your size your speed your agility yeah all of that just no one would be able to cope with me whereas mm. i was just a skinny fast kid stick him on the wing but rugby is an interesting one as well because there's so many different positions that are all um different obviously, yeah but they take very different things skills and the one i went with which is someone who I uh, was always I always saw as the best when I was growing up and when I was a big fan not growing up so much but when I was a big fan of rugby this is a big tangent I know not a tangent this is a big explanation but the one I always thought was the best and the person I considered to be the greatest is Dan Carter Dan Carter is also the name that I have written down and I think it's uh, it's definitely can be argued I think Richie McCaw is another excellent shout if we're mm-hmm. going with a forward um, you could say even like Johnny Wilkinson or like mm-hmm. Brian O'Driscoll is another good shout. But I just, Dan Carter, he was always the guy, I thought. Yeah. Because and I believe he's the highest point scorer of all time. He is the highest point scorer of all time as far as I'm aware. But it's mm. like, it's not even just that. Like you could say, oh, he was just a good kicker, which if you say that, you never watched him play for starters. Yeah, I don't think could, anyone... You could act- say that, you'd I, be wrong. But I don't think anyone that. actually says that, but I mean, I, it's an argument you could raise, I guess, mm. but that he was just so skillful in everything mm. that he did. He was just so... He just oozed class, you know? He was a kind of, to put it in football terms, he was like a Paul Scholes or mm. like a Andre Iniesta or like a Xavi mm. Alonso, where mm. everything just he did everything so well and just so effortlessly mm. and for a sport that requires a lot of exertion i would say dan carter is the goat for me yeah i would have to agree any honorable mentions you have uh, i have brian o'driscoll written down as my main honorable mention had to get my irish brother in there and <laughs> uh <laughs> i've also got jonah lomu just... yeah i knew you'd have him written down I, I don't know if he is but he's the most iconic definitely yeah and and you know with him tragically passing away young. Yeah. yeah. Always got to give a mention to Jonah Lomo. Well, he is the most iconic and he was completely, but he was good for a very short amount of time. But in that time he was so incredibly good, mm. but he was a very different. It, he wasn't like a skill. He was skillful, of course, but he was like, yeah, just he was bullish. different. 
he was different. He was <laughs> different. He just he just ran through people. He absolutely yeah. trucked everyone. Like I he was like, big. He was yeah. huge. But he's not. He's not like you know that fucking giraffe or the rhinoceros who played for South Africa. Yeah. Or the French. Um. Uh, I think it was a prop or a hooker. I can't remember which one he was. Um. But he's like the size of a fucking refrigerator. Mm. But yeah. He, I feel like he deserves a mention and he goes shout, but I wouldn't, not for me. Yeah, I'd agree. That's why he's absolute an legend mention. of the sport. But Dan Carter for me. Well, look at us. We've three undisputed goats so far, which I feel like everyone will probably agree with. If you know those sports, I don't think you could really argue with those three. Well, you could, mm. but I don't. I don't think you. I, I think you could see it. Everyone would. Everyone yeah. who likes those sports can see those. Next, mm. we'll move on to something that's more of my sport to an extent which is baseball. Mm. If you're a frequent listener of this podcast, you'd know that I started a glistening baseball career um, mm-hmm. last year. So you would think that means that I know a lot about baseball, but you'd be very mistaken because I played baseball last year. I'm going to play it again this year. Really well, enjoy playing it. It's a great, great sport to play. I don't watch baseball at all. I don't watch it very often. I could count on like, two hands the amount of baseball games i've watched from start to finish and the majority of them are team gb in in last year's uh baseball classic and baltimore orioles who did better this year than usual but it's not exactly the highest quality of baseball that i've watched so Mm. i don't you know a lot more than me i know more than you but i i know the game but i don't know players like i don't know the history of baseball so it's tough I've got. I, I had to do a lot of research on this one. I think there is an answer. I'm hesitant for this to be my answer, but I think when you talk goat of baseball, I think it has to be Babe Ruth. Mm. I don't want it to be because you know it. it it's crazy that there was a color barrier in baseball and that uh, people who were African American couldn't play. You had to be white to play baseball, and Babe Ruth played in that time. But you look at his numbers, man. Compa- yeah but he was also a fat fuck he was he doesn't look like an athlete he doesn't it's... look like an athlete but is that almost more impressive yeah it, it, it it's tough um i i would say that my answer is babe ruth i would say babe ruth sucks fuck what the books say i can strike him out with three pitches in an arm sling uh-huh rest so in peace i'm gonna go with rest in peace double uh, I'm going to go with the person who I saw second on every list I looked at, okay. who is the GOAT of baseball. And I believe that is Willie Mays. Yeah, Willie Mays. But um, uh, I, I will probably concede and accept Babe Ruth. But I mean, I could, I, I, I would also be happy to accept Willie Mays. I mean, he was more of a all-rounder. He played central field, which uh, I play in the outfield as well. So, you know, I feel like I feel a, I feel a strong connection to him there, even though I don't play central field. But... You know, you look at his stats, they're not on the same level, but a 24-time All-Star, you know, mm. that's pretty pretty it's impressive. Pretty you know, he doesn't he doesn't have the same sort of, like, you know, home run, batting average, or uh, cultural impact, or the same number of, like, World Series medals. But I think it's a fair shout, mm. you know? And he also did play at a time where the sport was open to everyone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or maybe, maybe not everyone, but... Uh... Yeah, sure, everyone. But I feel like Babe Ruth is the answer, but I just want to state that um, I would have liked to have seen how he fared if he played in a, a proper league. Yeah. Know, I still when... think he would have done very well, but would he have done as well? 
It's difficult to say. It's difficult, difficult to, say. to say. It's something we will never know. I want to yeah. give a shout out to Jackie Robinson as well. That's who originally who I wrote down, but just because I thought Babe Ruth, but I was like, oh, black people can't, couldn't even compete. Let me write down. <laughs> I didn't go. know his name at first, so I just wrote 42. <laughs> yeah, first. I also want to give a shout out to, um, I forget his name, so never mind. <laughs> go ahead. I might be able to tell you. The two players who invented the high five. Oh, uh, oh God. Uh, there was the... Um, oh, man. Gay baseball player. Yeah, the, well, the guy who invented the high five, the, they took Burke. completely different career trajectories the two people yeah. who invented the high five glenn burke and dusty baker yeah shout it. out to them shout out to them uh, probably uh, nowhere near a goat debate but they invented the high five so they're goats in my mind they're goats in your mind another shout out to don zimmer um if you know you know <laughs> <laughs> anyway but what's next next is basketball another very american sport uh what one of the easier ones Mm. I know that there's a, that. no that the, 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 there is no debate for basketball. There is absolutely no debate. There's, for there's debate from people who don't know hoops, but yeah, <laughs> people who don't know ball. I watch basketball from time to time. Not a massive fan. Never been huge into it. It's entertaining, mm. but like can't deal with the squeaking shoes. The squeaking shoes really yeah. irritates. <laughs> that, that is a very fair point, but it's Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan. Oh really? No, it isn't. It's LeBron James. You seriously? Oh, he's 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 adjusted his seating position. <laughs> so wait, wait. So so you seriously think that LeBron James is the goat of basketball, and it's not I think Michael it, Jordan? I, yeah, I think LeBron James is astronomically clear. Astronomically clear. Okay. Based Go on ahead. the numbers. Go ahead. Based on what he's done for that team with different teammates. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James is one of the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass um, up Kobe. I'm going to pass up Kobe. I'm going to look at Michael. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's LeBron. I I, I'm, I, I just have a war against nostalgia merchants. But I don't think you could call Michael Jordan a nostalgia merchant, merchant because he wasn't playing that long ago. Nah, he's second, though. Nah, he's, he's first, bro. Mm. Michael Jordan was... <laughs> Those guys couldn't lace LeBron's shoes. Michael Jordan was just... <laughs> <sighs> I'm more than happy to concede Michael Jordan because I was between those two, but I just thought I'll go with LeBron purely because I've watched him play and he's pretty good. Have you not watched The Last Dance? No, I actually haven't. Maybe you should if I watch, watch it. That, it's fucking phenomenal. Maybe if I watch that, it will be different. Um, I kind of want to go with Michael and uh, maybe Kobe Bryant purely because I, I respect Shaq so much mm-hmm. and those are his picks. Yeah. So, uh... I'll also throw a, a mention to Shaq. I'll throw a mention to Kareem Abdul-Dabar. Abdul-Dabar. Mm. <laughs> Abdul-Dabar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give a mention to Larry Bird as well. Why not? Mm. Why not? Who's our, who's the uh, logo? Who's on the logo? Oh, man. Who is on the logo? Because um, it was like an old white guy, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's not someone who would ever be in the GOAT logo debate. player. Why did I look uh, up... Jerry fuck- West. Why did I Jerry look West. up fucking MOB? I'm stupid. I couldn't tell I got you, baseball right? on the brain. So yeah, uh, shout out, shout out Jerry West, Harmon um, Killebrew. In case you were wondering who's on the MLB logo, <laughs> wasn't because I thought I'd, me I'd learned that. Seeing as that's what I looked for. So right. so you're conceding we're going with Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, we'll go with Michael Jordan. I'll accept it. Sweet. Um, despite all of my like astronomically clear, they couldn't lace his shoes. Those are all those are just references. I, I don't actually think that 
also we forgot to mention but dan carter's a rugby union yeah i know i know fuck all about rugby league so yeah because i'm not northern or australian so yeah i I also don't really like rugby league anytime i watch it i think this is stupid it's just a less entertaining version of rugby union i don't that's how i see it (laughs) but i don't know why they tackle someone and then they stop it it reminds me of american football too much which sucks um i actually quite like american football and speaking of that how's that for a segue next up is american football which shouldn't take too long it shouldn't quite an obvious one it's an obvious one um it's tom brady it's oj simpson no it's not oj simpson <laughs> no it's tom brady it's, it's and that there's no debate there is no Absolutely debate no that's debate. that's one sport where it is just obvious you just say a name and everyone's like yeah i'm sure there'll be some nostalgia merchants out there but tom brady's fucking ancient so they probably yeah. watched him when they were growing up too <laughs> you know he the fact he's done it in a harder league with different teammates <laughs> he's done it again and again and again i know that the quarterback isn't the only position in american football but but it's the main one it's the main one and he's the best at it so therefore it's tom brady Mm. it's simple if you want to go with a maybe like a different type of player i want to give a shout out to jerry rice Mm -hmm. because i feel like he's a good shout um i'll give a shout out to um the fridge william perry Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just because he gave chicago the only ever um Super Bowl title, not single-handedly, yeah. but <laughs> you know. But yeah, the, the, I feel like those are some good shouts. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't I know if William, I don't know if William Perry is a good shout, but no, probably not. Iconic though, iconic for sure. If I, if I just going to go and laugh, say uh, Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch, yeah, <laughs> I'd just go with all of the Seahawks. The two, 2013, or was it 13 or 14? I think it was 13. 13 was the year that, that they won, and 14 was the year they got widely pass it. So actually, not Russell Wilson. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that Wiley guy. Wiley Parson. <laughs> What's a Pete Carroll? You could take a knee. <laughs> you could take a knee. I kick a 35 yard throw goal. That's the different. That's the I know that's against, a different um, thing. I know that's a different someone thing. Someone else. But yeah, I think the Steelers versus the Vikings was that game. But Something yeah, like uh, that. that was an easy one. And on that bombshell. Speak, speaking of easy ones, this mess, this uh, meeting's about this to This meeting end. is about to close. So we're going to have to speed it up in the second half. Mm. But uh, we've got some cracking ones we still got like 19 sports to go we got some bangers from swimming to snooker to table tennis all the big Mm. hitters you know all the big hitters join us for that and dan's gonna hit you with some incredible intermission music and we'll be back in just a moment so we hope you enjoy silhouettes on the ceiling I've been much better, but at least I'm healing. You know I haven't slept since you left, but for me that's progress. For me that's progress. Slimy sardine. Slippery. (laughs) You are the slimiest of sardines, which is to say that you stink. Does does sardine smell? What's going on here? (laughs) I've never been more insulted. Is this all because I said LeBron James for basketball? It is, yeah, it is. That's a slimy oh, sardine God. move, if ever I've heard one. Mm. Does does um, sardines smell bad, right? Or do they uh, taste bad? I I'm assume, not sure. Uh, probably both. Yeah, they, probably. they are fish. So, you know. Oh, is it like um, sastromin? You know, what the smelliest thing. Sastromin. It's what like the smelliest mean? food in the world. You're not seeing the uh, bleep face sastromin nose flaps video. I can't say I have. Um, I just thought the smelliest food in the world would be if someone decided to dine on you. Nice. Good one. Got Good him. one. 
But, but I, no, I haven't. I would, like Jeff made a Jeff says he has nose flaps which he could close. So if there's like a bad smell, he like closes his nose flaps and then he can't smell it. Sounds so like they, bullshit to me. So they got Sastromin, the smelliest food in the world, and put him in a porta party with it, and he closes his nose flaps and he couldn't smell it. Oh really? It, it, it was real. He wasn't bullshitting. I, it blew my mind. <laughs> I was. I thought for sure he was bullshitting. Yeah, that sounded like complete bollocks. To Everyone me, else that's, was like that's... gagging and being like, "Oh my god, it's so bad!" And he was like, he, his voice went all nasally as well. So he was like, nah, "I can't smell anything." Uh, he's, he's just firming it, I think. Yeah, he might be. It's a good video, though. Good video. Um, speaking of good Not videos... Good this podcast. This podcast. Uh, we've got 19 more to go, so we're going to need to speed this one up a bit. I think we've got 19 anymore. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, There are some six, obvious seven, ones coming up, so we can just eight, say nine, them 10, 11, 12, and get 13, on with it. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So 17 to me, so uh, maybe we don't have 25. Um, but anyway, next one is tennis. Easy one. I didn't mention that this is only men's sports. Do you think I need to? Um, well, you've done it now. Okay. Well, I, I, I've meant to mention this beforehand, but we're only doing men's sports and we'll maybe uh, do a women's sport one later. because if, if this one gets enough listens. If this one gets enough listens, then we'll do a women's sports version of it. Just because I feel like sport as a whole has been so sexist for so many years. The male sport has just dominated everything. Mm. The... It's hard. It would be hard to overlook male competitors for female competitors, and that's nothing to do with the ability. It's just to do with what's been in the public domain for a prolonged period of time. Mm. And also, Rory is just very, very sexist. Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. And is a big fan of the patriarchy. So we thought, let's uphold the patriarchy and let's talk about tennis. Um. So who have you got? Uh, I only. It's very easy. It's very easy. It's Novak Djokovic. Thank you. Okay. I was ready to fight you <laughs> if Novak. you said anyone else. No. This is Nova, it's, it's Novak Djokovic. Until Nostalgia merchants be gone. Until fairly recently, it was Roger Federer. Um, I will second that. I will second that. But Djokovic, Federer is, person. Djokovic has overtaken him. Mm. It's just it's Novak And Djokovic. he's still at the top, so yeah. I, I, he's going to build a pretty big gap. No one's overtaken yet. No. He's also vegan, so it makes me like him more. He's also anti-vax, so that also makes you like him more. Oh, yeah, because I'm a massive anti-vaxxer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, just hate vaccines and women. Um, Fucking hell. None of these statements are true. I'm all jabbed up and I don't hate women. <laughs> just You're about to get all jabbed up if you disagree with me on the following one. But yeah, um, on, honorable mentions to obviously Rafa Nadal and Roger Federer. And Roger yeah. Federer. I felt like I, the, the woman thing came back into mind because Serena Williams, ten, Serena Williams, Serena Williams, Williams would obviously have a very good shout to be the GOAT of tennis. But we'll discuss that on a later podcast, maybe. We will. We'll see, if we, we'll see if we fit it in, because we've not got that many to go. But mm. Next up is table tennis. We'll have to extend it to 199 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Table uh, tennis. I only knew one table tennis player. Yeah, me too. And apparently I, they're I, the GOAT. I look, and apparently they are the GOAT, so I've got Ma Long written I've got down. Ma Long written down as well. It no, seems okay, cool. pretty undisputed. I'm not a big table tennis guy. I don't really watch table mm. tennis. I'll watch it when the Olympics is on. If there's nothing else, if I'm like not doing anything when it's on, but I wouldn't say I know much about table tennis. Great fun no, to play though. Either. Yeah, I would agree. But you pretty universally accepted that Marlong is the goat. Yeah, I, I think I have some things written down here about him just in my research. So yeah, five Olympic gold medals, thirteen World Championships, ten World Cups, ranked number one for a total of sixty-four months, and he's held it thirty-four months consecutively. 
which is uh, not currently he's currently ranked number three despite being 35 now um so yeah just like pretty undisputed there was someone who was like scandinavian or something that i saw come up a couple times but i can't even remember his name so mm-hmm. yeah malong malong well done to him next up is formula one this is more your domain i don't know much about formula I am one a big, but I, big formula one guy but i do know who the goat is mm. the the goat I'll, I'll hear some of some of her answers and i'll go cool you're wrong uh the answer is lewis hamilton it is lewis hamilton there are two other senna. people i'll hear Sh- senna i'll hear Sh- schumacher uh-huh that's what i got written down i got art and senna and michael schumacher written down but mm. it's lewis hamilton also vegan so what <laughs> there's a correlation but yeah also also vegan so you know but also he he, he is the goat he is he is yeah and nostalgia merchants be gone <laughs> dad just hates nostalgia <laughs> well if i didn't watch them like i obviously grew up in a shoe in a schumacher era Schumacher. Uh, much like young Plymouth fans, um, but oh, not anymore actually. Uh, <laughs> young Stoke fans, F- future Stoke fans. Um, but yeah, he he's a legend. Senna before my time, but obviously a legend. But Hamilton's the best. He is. Come on, stop lying. He is. Like he is. anyone listening, you listening, you right there thinking with your Ferrari posters on your wall. You're probably a Red Bull fan currently. Actually, you, you'll stick with Ferrari, which means I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You'll get through it. But um, I forgot what I was saying. It's it's, it's Hamilton. <laughs> when you put it like that, it's hard to argue. <laughs> Anyone but Red Bull. Fuck Red Bull. Fuck Christian Horner. Fuck Max Verstappen. All right, so what what we got next? <laughs> and fuck Sebastian Vettel, apparently. <laughs> oh. No, I got no problem with that. Oh, I got no problem with that. Red Bull currently is what I hate. So, um, Perez as well. You, Checo. Hate you. Next Hate up you. is MotoGP. Thought I'd clump right, the motorsports together. Very easy. I don't know nothing about MotoGP. I watched it one time when there was nothing else on and I wanted to have something in the background and I couldn't decide. So I put on, like, sports channel and watched mm. some MotoGP. And uh, this person was in that race. And it was Valentino Rossi. That is the correct answer. I've watched MotoGP a few times, and Valentino Rossi is probably the undisputed goat. Yeah, I I did some research, and it was pretty easy. I had to do about five minutes of research on this one to get a pretty universal. I think it's pretty it's universally Valentino accepted. Rossi. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Speaking of good. universally accepted, golf. I know fuck all about golf. I also know fuck all about golf, but I do know that there is an undisputed goat. I'm pretty sure it's Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's what I've got written down. Okay, I'm cool. also pretty sure it's Tiger Woods. Like. I saw mentions of Jack Nicklaus, um, Jamie's favorite <laughs> golfer. But Who? <laughs> but Massive it, name. A household just, name, really. It's just Tiger Woods, isn't it? Like, Yeah. Where the I, white I, women at? I don't have the stats, but he's like, I, I think he's tied first in number of like wins of the PGA Tour. And the PGA Tour is like the thing, right? Yeah, so, that sounds good enough for me. Uh, surely that's Who, it. Who's he tied with? uh I, I couldn't tell you some old, someone who was very old someone okay so it doesn't who, doesn't count yeah in my mind <laughs> we're talking like 1940s i think it was. that's not even like nostalgia that. merchants that's just like history book merchants <laughs> that's fucking roll out the tapestry merchants yeah that's going to a fucking church and rolling out a scroll and getting some <laughs> monk to read the results of the golf to you we're not interested girl. in this could shit. never be my goal <laughs> But yeah, I think speaking it's, of shit, we're not interested in. 
the exact opposite, actually. But anyway, you were saying? Oh, I was just saying that it it's it seems like it's pretty universally accepted that it's Tiger Woods or Jack Nicklaus, but I reckon mm. it's Tiger Woods. Just for he's just the biggest name, isn't it, as well? Mm. Which which obviously gives him gives him a help in hand in this. Well, I also found out his name isn't actually Tiger in my research. Oh yeah, I knew I that. Kind of, that that threw me off. He's got a terrible Eldrick? name. Eldrick, Eldrick, yeah. I understand why he was like... <laughs> what the fuck? Eldrick Taunt Woods is his name. <laughs> it's awful. I it's, understand why he goes by Tiger. Dwight. Yeah. It's a bad one. Oh, that's a Eldrick. Bad one. <laughs> there was a question on Pointless uh, the other day when it was like real names of sports people and it was like, oh. it was like eldrick taunt woods or something like that and you had to be like oh, okay. oh it's tiger woods or no i think it was tiger woods and you had to say what his real name was Come ah on. that i was gonna say that would be better but yeah i i, I got it i knew i knew eldrick <laughs> speaking of better as in this sport is better than golf and outside of football i would say this is probably my favorite sport to watch mm-hmm uh, well there's I two sh- at the end which if you count them as sports oh yeah, yeah them as well them but, but we'll get to those We've got darts. Darts is it, honestly, it might be same. At least recently, I haven't been watching that much cricket. I've been watching quite a lot of darts because it's mm, been. Well, the it's world. been the world champion. Because yeah. it's been the worlds. Yeah, the worlds is always one of my favorite things of the year, as as shown by the fact that it was my moment of the year last year. Mm-hmm. But it's very easy. As much as I love, there's certain names you could you could throw a Michael Van Gerwen in there purely mm-hmm. just because of how good he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Phil Taylor, it's and Phil it's Taylor. not even close. It's not close. No. 16 time world champion you know mm. would he, I, if he came up again in the same sort of quality as we have now would he have won that many probably yeah. not but he still probably not that many but he still would have won a lot he still would have won a lot you look at his averages yeah his average people are like oh he just played against worse people but look at his averages you know <laughs> he wasn't just it wasn't just like he was beating people because he was better than them he would beat people today comfortably as well mm. He is a bit but, of a weirdo, though. He is a but, bit of a, a a lot of a weirdo. In his like his last ever match was a world world's final, you know. Mm. And Rob Cross had no time for the sentimental. Yeah, he absolutely battered him. Mm. <laughs> but he he was just he, he was on another level, on yeah. another level. Roman Reigns Shout level greatness on another level. Shout out Michael Van Gogh Van Gogh Shout out Raymond Van Bahn. Look at us. Shout out Raymond Van Bahn. But you know, it's photo. What we got next? Snooker. Ronnie O'Sullivan. Yes, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Right, Undisputed. Next. I know fuck all about <laughs> snooker. I don't even know the rules of snooker. I reckon I could beat Ronnie O'Sullivan at a game of pool, but he's the goat of snooker. He's the goat. And I also appreciate that he fucking hates snooker, but yeah. he's just the best who's ever done it by a country mile. He won the Masters uh, yesterday or the day before. I forget what mm-hmm. it was. Um, hates snooker and hates everyone associated with snooker. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out Ronnie. Kind of right um, Let's move on, because I know nothing about that sport. Another sport we know nothing about. Hockey. Field hockey. Well, field see, hockey. when I say hockey, I I think field hockey. I know that it's mm. because we're English and not um, American. Any American Canadian viewers, viewers, listeners, when I say hockey to you, you think ice hockey. But when someone says hockey to me, I think field hockey. Yeah, because that is hockey. You know, you you if, uh, if football was played on ice, you wouldn't call that football and then the other football field football you know mm. so well also because we played it in school and stuff and when someone was like oh we've got hockey in pe today mm-hmm. everyone would be like Ugh. but 
it would if also someone be like, came in and said we've got ice hockey in PE you know i would like oh shit you, i wasn't thinking oh i better get my skates yeah i was thinking so, i better bring my sick note mm, yeah <laughs> don't want to get clogged around the head <laughs> get a good bruise around the right around the eye yeah but i've got a name and i'm pretty happy with it i i'm happy with my name too um i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it i'm also not sure how to pronounce mine so but i'm, I'm assuming guessing... your research also led you to dian chand yes dian chand okay. he is a black and white merchant in the way that <laughs> he's older than your dad and probably older than your granddad mm. but uh, I, I don't think it's even a probably he was born in 1905 yeah, ancient but... ancient but... as fuck like he died in 1979 and he was mm-hmm. 74 when he died. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Imagine being that fucking old. <laughs> it's honestly like, it's it's not even a flex to be that old. It's just kind of like, damn, you're really old. You damn, know? bro. Fucking hell. But, but yeah, uh, he was, he, all of my research pointed to him. Yeah. You know, he just, he just seemed like the goat of hockey. I don't have the stats to hand, but I remember seeing one stat of like the amount of goals scored or something like that. I've yes, it, I've I, I do have that stat to hand, actually. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, it was the most goal. He scored one, uh, 570 goals in 185 caps. I believe this is for India. He was Indian, if you didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. And the second highest amount of goals is 348. And that was in 311. He averaged three goals a game. And that was the highest of anyone I saw in like the list of players who had scored over 100 goals, except... Another Indian, Balbir Singh Senior, but he he had an average of four a game, but he only played sixty one caps, so mm. not as impressive. You know, if you play over a hundred more and you're averaging only a goal less, then I I still see that as better. Yeah, seems like the goat to me. Seems, seems like, like the, the goat. goat to me. And um, in other research, they only started the Player of the Year award in 1998, but uh, some someone by the name of Jamie Dwyer seemed to have won that the most amount of times. Who is some Aussie? So okay, shout, so shout, shout out to, shout out J- to Jamie Dwyer. And Probably I believe not older a, than your dad. <laughs> yeah, no, I believe he's still alive. And uh, I did see that there was a uh, woman hockey player, which maybe we'll get to, an Argentinian by the name of Lusana. Aymar, who's won it eight times Impressive. since 2001. Between 2001 and 2013. So if we do a female that's, one, that's pretty keep, that, keep that in your mind. Remember that name. Remember mm. that name. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed the research. Next something up is... I didn't need to do any research for is ice hockey. Yeah, because it's another sport where it's just universally accepted that the go is Wayne Gretzky. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say it's universally accepted that Wayne Gretzky is the goat of any other sport, which, as <laughs> like I just implied, but yeah. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky but yeah. is the goat of ice hockey. It's simple. Mm. simple. I don't even have any honourable mentions because I couldn't name another ice hockey player. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. If Nadia was here, she'd be able to because I used to. I'd like every so often. I don't know. I'd ask her who the goat of something is, and she always would say like some German person. So I'm like, ice, oh, okay. German ice hockey player. It's the same for basketball. Can't remember his name. Yeah, well, basketball is quite big in mainland Europe. It is. It's really big in mainland Europe. More so in Eastern Europe than... Mm. Like, if, if Yugoslavia was still a country, man, they'd have a great basketball team. They certainly would. Well, isn't, like, the best player in America at the moment? He's, like... Yeah, he's Serbian. Serbian or something, yeah. But anyway, 
athletics is what we have next yes um i feel like i feel like this was a bit too broad yeah we we should have probably called this track and field or something like that but i mean when you have track and field it's always going to be dominated by track because no one cares about field um Mm. yeah sorry but (laughs) what name have you got written down because i feel like we're obviously going to have the same one yeah it's usain bolt it's usain bolt just in terms of everything really gold one how far ahead he was of the competition how his longevity the eyes he brought on it will there'll never be another like him no the the fact that of the 30 quickest times put down by um men sprinters only 11 of those times were run by someone who's never failed a drugs test and all of those 11 runs were usain bolt yeah (laughs) It's a good start. Like, like he's start. so far ahead of everyone else without taking drugs. Everyone was doped up to their fucking eyeballs. He's the most drug tested athlete of all time before anyone ever says he was on some sort of performance enhancing drug. He everyone else was doped up to their eyeballs and they still couldn't get near him. Yeah, and they still didn't stand a chance. <laughs> Gatlin, Gay, um, Blake. I don't think Blake ever actually failed a drugs test. Bl- Blake but, has um, never failed a drugs test. Yeah. He but... he seems pretty clean. But um you doubted him every year as well. I did always, You'd always be like this person's going to beat him. It was always it was always Johan Blake because Johan Blake would it's like before every world championships and every olympics Johan Blake would be the quickest in the world he'd be putting down times he'd always be beating Bolt in like diamond league and stuff like that and I'd be like is this but the that year doesn't that doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter but it, I was always like I was just a big Yo- Johan Blake fan you know mm. um the beast yeah which was a bit cringy but looking <laughs> back on it I don't know. You just I just wanted I, I, to be different. I, I guess I just wanted to be different, but um, I also loved Bolt as well. So I, mm. I, I was a, I I was an athlete at the time. I did I did sprinting. Um, middle distance was more my thing. We're talking 400, 600, 800 meters, but I did sprinting as well. Mm. But Usain Bolt, yeah, Usain Bolt is is the go. Um, I, I got also a want couple... to give a shout out. Oh, let's no, see, ahead, see, let's let's see if you got yours. Let's say I I feel like I've been jumping in. A, a bit too much with my honourable mentions over the top of yours, so I feel like you should go first. Okay, I've got Carl Lewis written down. That's an excellent shout. Because, you know, the only man to win four golds in four different disciplines mm. in athletics at the World Cup. I don't know if that's true, but I know he did that. Um, so, when you're talking track and field, he dominated track and field. You know, mm. 100 metres, 200 metres, long jump. I know that Usain Bolt was a very proficient long jumper. So could he have done that? We Maybe. will never know. We will never know. But Carl Lewis is a name that definitely deserves a mention. Another one that deserves a mention, Paavo Nurmi. Oh, who's that? From, from Finland. Ab- absolutely dominated long distance running. Not like super long distance running. We're talking 1,000, 1,500 meters. But Finnish bloke, just just look look it up. It, it, it was a long time ago, but we're talking dominated. Absolutely I'll go visit the closest dominated. Finnish monks and they'll they'll set me to scroll and I'll have a look at it. But speaking of scrolls to be set for old people, um, was that all your honourable mentions, sorry? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like someone who... I, um, I believe he only actually competed at one Olympics. I don't know if that's true, actually. But um, someone who absolutely deserves a mention is Jesse Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, just the absolute balls on this lad to show <laughs> up to fucking height of the Nazis... Berlin, 1936, right in front of Hitler himself, 
who wants to show that the Aryan race is so superior and here comes this black guy this absolute legend and he dunks on him four fucking times and wins four gold medals across different fucking events obviously because you can only win a gold medal once 100 meters 200 meters four by 100 meter relay long jump have that adolf you twat big up jesse <laughs> owens what a hero valid very very valid hmm. i don't have any things about obscure um long distance runners but i, I wouldn't even say pavel normally is that obscure mm. but i mean i guess if you don't if you weren't a long distance runner then maybe you won't know him he i mean he was initially like 1000 1500 meter runners then he kind of transitioned into sort of longer events we're talking you know 10,000 meters uh, cross country 3000 meters sort of thing but you, i can't i should pull up his stats one second so in the seasons this this shows how old it is 1920 to 1928 or we could even no we could even go to 1930 pretty much his whole life essentially 19 he did uh in 1500 meters to 10,000 meters 14 starts 13 wins 14 po- podiums 1920 1921 17 starts 15 wins 16 podiums 22 uh 1922 20 starts 20 wins 20 podiums 1923 23 starts 23 wins 24 25 starts 25 wins 25 28 starts or 58 starts 56 wins then 19 starts, 16, 12 starts, uh, 12. He just dominated, mm. absolutely dominated. For s- and that's over like a 14-year period where he just won everything pretty much, give or take some DNFs and some, you know, second places here or there. Pavel Normi, look him up. Finish the flying fin. It's a shame his country isn't real. Yeah, legend of the, the long-distance running. But... We talked about athletics for a while. Let's move thinking, on to, you know my uh, theory about Finland not being real and how it's all to do with Cold War and Japanese fishing rights. Finland's existed since a long time before then, so that might be a little hole in uh, my otherwise bulletproof theory. Just I feel like there a might, tiny be a little, hole in might be a tiny hole in it. But we talked about athletics for a while, so let's move on to an easy one: swimming. It's Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, um, and there's the no perfect debate. genetic engineered man mm. if you could engine genetically engineer a man to swim it would be michael phelps mm. he, he looks like he was made in the lab he does he does shout out to thorpedo there was someone called thorpe i think yeah, he was yeah. like the guy before phelps but it's phelps wasn't it nigel thorpe i want to say his name was you're thinking of nigel thornbury <laughs> smashing i don't think so no it definitely wasn't nigel thorpe um ian thorpe Ian, I thought it was Ian. No, you didn't. Oh, you well. thought it was Nigel. Don't well, I thought, <laughs> yeah, I said I thought Ian in my head, and then I went with Nigel in my mouth. So, mm. yeah, you went with who in your mouth? <laughs> shut, <sorry>? up. <laughs> shut up! Shut <laughs> up! Next up is handball. Now, I went down a rabbit hole with this one because I was interested. So I I've found got two a... names mentioned a lot. So. Oh, I found three. We'll see if you've got them. Okay, okay. go ahead. Um, I'm happy to concede whatever you think because you probably did more research on this. I did do more research on this. I've got three names written down here. Um, I'm not entirely sure on the pronunciation of all of them. So the first name I had written down, who is uh, re- uh, retired, currently a uh, assistant coach for the Croatian national team. Um, his name mm-hmm. is Ivano Balic. Uh-huh. Um, I've got them written down he's as like, an honorable mention. He was voted as the best handball player in history on a poll which was organized by the IHF, which is the International Handball Federation. Two-time uh, handball player of the year, born in Yugoslavia, represented 
Croatia, 535 goals in 198 appearances, won Olympic Games, won World Championship. Uh, a few other smattering of uh, second places and bronzes. Um, I don't know why I said second places and bronzes and not silvers and bronzes. But, you know, he was a name I saw lots of people bring up. And upon mm -hmm. watching lots of clips, I feel like he was very skillful. But there was mm -hmm. two other names who just on the mag the multitude of awards and stuff and longevity stuck out to me ever so slightly more. Mm -hmm. One of them, who would be my second place, is a Danish handball player by the name of Mikkel Hansen. Uh-huh. Um, I, I do actually remember that name coming up. Yeah. yeah. Now you mention it. One-time Olympic gold medalist, one-time uh, runner-up, three world championships, one European championship, 1,316 goals in 259 appearances, record three time well record tying three time handball player of the year so one more than uh balich so mm -hmm. i was like this guy seems like the guy until i stumbled across my answer which is a frenchman by the name of nicola karabatic who i mm -hmm. hope you have written down as your number one it is who i have written down as my number one six foot five french center back 1255 goals and 350 35 appearances for France, three gold medals, four world championships, three European championships, world player of the year, regarded as one of the greatest in, in history, and the IHF, I don't know why I included that little bit in the middle, IHF, world player of the year, record tying with the <laughs> Danish rare. guy, three times, 20, 2007, 2014, and 2016. That's my goat right there. Fair enough. It is my goat too. I watched a lot of handball clips today and I very much enjoyed it. It's a good sport. It's very mm. entertaining. Very entertaining. But yeah, that that I don't have any further thing to add on to it. Do you feel I summed it up? Nikola Karabatic is my goat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well done. Next up, <laughs> GAA. <laughs> now I was I wasn't sure where to go with this because obviously there's two like GAA sports. There is, but I feel like Gaelic Athletic Association, if you don't know what GAA is, it involves um, hurling and um, Gaelic football. So have you got two answers or have you just gone with one? I've just gone with Gaelic football. Okay. Because that's the two, more popular. But we'll see who you've got. And I might have the same one because research. Well, I, went, I, I did some research and I couldn't really decide. So I went to chat GPT and asked them. And um, what it says the best shouts are is a guy called Jimmy Kivini. Okay. I think is how you pronounce his name. And Stephen, Stephen Cluxton yeah. is uh, the name, that, the, the more compelling name that I have. Okay. Stephen I also Cluxton. have Stephen Cluxton written down. Mm -hmm. um, upon my research, I felt he was the ultimate choice. And also he stood out to me because he was a goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have many goalkeepers on the list. And I thought, you know what? Shout out this guy. Yeah. Fair. We'll I, know, I, I don't know much about GAA. I watch it sometimes because it's pretty entertaining stuff. Yep. But shout out him. If there's any like Irish people watching or listening. We keep saying watching. If there's any Irish people what? Oh, Christ. If there's any <laughs> Irish people listening who know a lot about GAA, let me know. if that. Let us know if that's the one. And let me know if someone by the name of Henry Shefflin is the best hurler of all time because that's what I've got written down. It sounds valid to me. Yeah, he wasn't a goalkeeper. And we got a couple more that we're going to roll through. 
Gonna have well, to roll few, through few, real quick. A couple. We got four more, all mm. combat sports of sorts. Bars. First up is boxing. Mm-hmm. I've gone with the casuals answer. Is that Muhammad Ali? Which is Muhammad Ali? That's my answer as well. Look at us. I feel like Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson are the only two real answers. Okay, I've also got a couple honorable mentioners. Other oh, than and that. Floyd Mayweather as well. I've got Floyd Mayweather Jr., not senior, yeah, and I've got Sugar Ray Robertson written down. Yeah, sure, why not? I've got George Foreman and his grill. No, I don't have George Foreman written down. Um, no way, like really. Canelo Alvarez, I think, is a good shout. Well, not uh-huh. a good shout. It's actually an awful shout, but he's very good. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, at yeah. one point, you know, before he before he went off the rails a little bit, um, I wouldn't even say it if it went off the rails. I know that boxing in the 50s and 40s and stuff like that was a bit different. But at one point, Sugar Ray uh, Robertson was 129 to 1. Yeah. Win-loss record. That's insane. That is insane. But, you know, boxing records. If I look at someone with an O on their record, I often think you're probably not actually that good. I, I often think... It's weird. You ducked. Yeah, yeah. because they, it's so much about... Uh, boxing is so much about avoiding fighting the best people just so your record looks perfect Mm. we're looking at you anthony joshua (laughs) Mm. but a sport where the best fight the best is mma Um, there's three people here that i will accept four four if you broaden it a bit more but in terms of ability Mm. let's say because i still watch mma quite a lot i'm a big ufc guy um dana white's a twat (laughs) <laughs> let's let's see let's see who you got written down because i wonder if you'll have I've the same answer as me honorable mentions john jones okay george st pierre uh-huh at a stretch conor mcgregor just uh, for what not, he did for this just for uh, what he did for the sport not so much yeah anderson silver i see anderson silver but he clowned himself twice he did one time for, for, clown yourself once shame on you Cloud yourself twice. Well. Same cloud can't get fooled again, you know? Yeah. One time his leg completely clowned him as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good shout, but he's not what I've got written down. Um, the GOAT, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Absolutely, it is Khabib Abdulmanapovic Nurmagomedov. 28-0, fighting the best people. Oh, but he didn't have as many title defenses. Yeah, but we all know anyone he fought, he would have just mauled. Oh, he never fought Tony Ferguson. And look at the state of Tony Ferguson now. <laughs> Yeah. That would have happened to retire, a few bro. years older if he'd fought Habib. He is the mm. GOAT. He lost two rounds his entire professional career, both of which are debatable as to whether he watched, whether he actually lost them. Never got mm-hmm. hurt. Never looked in trouble in any of his fights. Just pure domination. He is the GOAT. On to the next one. Because we're running out of time. <laughs> we're running out of time. We've got two more categories that we're going to go through real quick. So people are, are about fun to turn ones. off. To add at the end, sports, sports entertainment, I guess mm. you could call them, which is one of the categories. Professional wrestling, we're going to talk about now. There's two different categories. There's professional wrestling, which is pure athletic form. To mm. me, that's what professional wrestling is. We're talking New Japan Pro Wrestling. We're talking uh, AEW. We're talking, you know, that Ring sort of, of thing. Honor. In, in Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor back in the day. X Division, mm. uh, TNA back in the day. Mm. But uh, my professional wrestling goat does have a bit of sports entertainment to him, and it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, I hear that. That's well, I I hear that a lot because that's exactly what I've got written down. <laughs> I've got um, a few honorable mentions. Um, 
Ric Flair is a name that needs to be mentioned. Mm. Um, AJ Styles, mm. Kazuchika Okada. I'll take mm-hmm. him over Tanahashi. I don't care what anyone says. I will absolutely take Okada over Tanahashi as well. And I've got Mick Foley written down. Shout out Mick Foley. Good shout, shout out Mick Foley. I feel like uh, Brian Danielson needs a mention. Brian Danielson technically might be the best ever. Mm-hmm. I also want to shout out Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay just because mm-hmm. of the body of work that they've built up is mm-hmm. almost perfection. But I don't think they can be included in a GOAT debate just yet. In 20 years' time, it will probably in be Will years, Ospreay, well, unless, will he has, unless he, you know, Does Bob something. clocks himself or something. Yeah. You know. But yeah, Chris Jericho. And who do you have written down for professional wrestling? This is going to be very interesting. Well, Chris Jericho, we just went through that. Who do you have written down for sports entertainment, though? That would be even more interesting. I've got John Cena written down. Okay, okay, okay. Honorable mentions for me, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and The Rock. Interesting. I also have John Cena. Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? Because we hated that man with an absolute passion growing up. We did, but But in terms of sports entertainment, he is the best sports entertainer. He really is. Yeah, he He didn't have the boom of Hogan, but he... People are like, oh, you say wrestling to people and they will think Hulk Hogan. I don't think that's true anymore. I think no. you say professional wrestling to people, they think John Cena. They think John Cena and The Rock. But I think more people think John Cena. Yeah. And for, for his prolonged... Mm. I, I don't think anyone's done as much for the sport as John Cena. I don't think so either. I really don't. I, uh, except maybe, I guess you could say Hogan and Flair back in the mm-hmm. day. Because they carried it back. But it was booming at that time anyway. Um, yeah, they were mm. part of it. And then Attitude Era as well, like Rock and Austin. I, f- I don't think John Cena has as many matches as Rock and Austin mm-hmm. that you can be like classic. He does have classics, but he doesn't have as many. But yeah, John Cena. CM Punk versus John Cena, still probably my favorite match. <laughs> of all time. Even though that's a hate John Cena match. You can't see him and you can't see this podcast anymore. You can't. That's it. We agreed on every single one. Oh, did we actually? for basketball. Yeah. It's set for basketball where you said LeBron James and I said Michael Jordan. Other than that, we agreed on every single one. It's almost like we're twins. Who'd have thought? If you've enjoyed this episode, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Extremely Uninteresting. Drop us a follow on Spotify and whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. And yeah. We'll yeah. see you in a couple of weeks. Anything else to add? The Nostalgia Critic um, isn't the goat of fucking anything. Ever. He's not. Absolutely, he's not. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time, as I've already said. Thank you very much for listening. Let's gather around the podcast and sing our outro song. Our P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O-U-T-R-O song. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster, then you're wrong. It'll help if you just sing along. Bom, bom, bom. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O-U-T-R-O song. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O-U-T-R-O song. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O-U-T-R-O song. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O-U-T-R-O song. Podcast, thanks for listening. Bye.